Hello everyone, welcome back to the second episode after our fantastic debut. I think it went down swimmingly amongst our friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was very well about. received. Yes, my was... name is Phoebe. If you haven't uh, listened to the first episode, first of all, listen to the first episode. But also, hello, my name is Phoebe. <laughs> Blah! It is the Halloween special! Dude, I could have come up with a spooky voice. You could have prefaced this. Uh, I, I like doing that voice. I'm Ferdy. Uh, hello, welcome back. Um, we're watching a spooky movie today. Yes, we are. It's going to be a very fun time. Mm. Um, however, I would like to preface by saying at the beginning of this episode, we're watching The Shining, first and foremost. Uh, Stanley Kubrick, and if you know anything about Stanley Kubrick, he likes to head fuck <laughs> with people quite a lot. Um, specifically in this film, because uh, it is a horror film, psychological horror, there's a lot of... Um, rather not fun things that go on in the film nothing explicitly shown but things that are hinted at so i'd like to preface by saying um a bit of trigger warning content for this video um i would say if you're in any doubt go on to imdb and there is a section on imdb which um lists trigger warnings for each film listed on their site so have a look at the shining um and just if you're in any doubt have a look on that little site just to get an idea of what we will probably be talking about after we've watched the film. So mm. thought I'd just let you guys know that starting off. Yes, absolutely. Uh, there's no pressure to watch along with us, um, but we will be discussing some of these things. Um, yes. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure we will be. This is the thing. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, this is the thing. I, no couldn't, I couldn't tell Ferdy yeah. any of this stuff. So I've been very cryptically mm. saying, I specifically like, asked you not to. Yeah, well. yeah. Because I was considering being like, okay, mm. here's the tea. <laughs> um, but yeah. um, no, I've, I've kept mm. Ferdy in the dark about this stuff because yes. it's integral to the plot. However... Yeah. It's a bit um, gross at I'm, points. I know, I'm a bit of a tough nut to you're crack. A t- you're a tough nut. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah. A, you're a tough nut. The, the only thing that cookie. really. Right. S- specifically raspberry and vanilla. I mean, that sounds like you're undermining my masculinity, Phoebe, which I don't appreciate. You buy three packs of them a week, so more maybe than that. more. Yeah. More than that. And a palette of blueberries because you decided to give me yeah. a rundown of everything you buy in the shops. Because you asked week. me. I didn't ask you, you just told me. <laughs> I said, oh, so yeah, what's I in did. your meal? And you were about to say the meal, and then you went, right, so basically, and then you went, did I, the wrong to justify it? For anybody who doesn't know me personally, I eat the same thing every day, and I, like, it's fine, okay? It's fine, and it works, and it's okay with me. And I wasn't judging you. You came in full force with the aggression. <laughs> it's because I'm so used to people taking the piss. It's like, it works. To be you fair, know? It, I have, it? I buy a bag of sushi rice each month, mm. And I have a poke bowl every month. Oh, fuck yeah. Or like some sort of variant. Because it just, mm. you can just get rid of every single vegetable in your fridge. With yeah, those. exactly. You can just chuck anything in there, whack Piece a load of, of soy sauce over it, you're yeah. done. Bit of um, egg, yeah. flour. Egg uh, flour. Water. Um, you can just add anything, anything in oh, your kitchen. I thought, just I thought egg, yeast. <laughs> I thought egg flour uh, was a thing. And I was uh, no, confused. No, I'm just taking the piss because I don't really know how to respond to Pokeballs. We're watching The Shining yeah, today. Yeah, we're watching The Shining. It's a really great film. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's actually in my top five favourite films, which feels mm. a bit odd after just saying, hi guys, this is a really dark film. Trigger warning and content warning. And then in another breath say that this is one of my favourite films yeah. ever. Fun fact, um, in my personal statement for applying for <laughs> Manchester... <laughs> I know one of those. Oh no! Can you remember? Do you remember one of those? I, um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, my um, I talked about The Shining in my opening sentence. Oh my god! For my personal statement, because that oh was. Oh my god! It was the first film that made me kind of realise, oh, there's cinematic practices that go on in films to make them effective. And yeah. The Shining was the first film that did that for me. Um, when I watched Interesting. it, I remember speci- I remember the conversation exactly. It was. We, I was watching it for the first time with my mum and dad because my mum and dad thought oh Phoebe God. should watch this film. And that's um, why you are the way you are. <laughs> well, yeah, to be Jesus. fair. Jesus. Um, <laughs> and I, I pointed out something in the camera technique and they mm. were like, huh, maybe you should do film. And I was like, you can do film at uni? Ooh. What? Uh, so yeah, that was the catalyst. <laughs> Damn. It was, Fucking yes. Hell. So this is a very... I love this film. Yeah. It's a great film. Jesus. So what do I need to know? Is the question because I feel like for a film that you feel this, but how many times have you seen this? 
Do you even yes. know how many yes. times you've seen it? Yes, is the answer. <laughs> yes. I, d- I don't know Jesus. how many times I've watched it. Wow. I probably okay. watch it every Halloween. Every, maybe. Me. Since when? Um, when did I first watch it? I want to say I probably first watched it when I was 13. Maybe 12. I don't know. 13. Jesus they wouldn't Christ. have let me watch it any younger than 13. Maybe 14. 14, let's say 14. I, I mean, 14. even that's a bit of a push, surely. Christ. I mean, The Shining, the thing with The Shining is that it's not, there's nothing gratuitous. It's okay. all kind of, I think. A Isn't ch- there a lift full of blood? Uh, yeah, but it's cinematic. Oh, okay. Cinematic oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. It's, cool. it's, it's the, there are a few bits that are legitimately scary. However,. Mm the slow pace of the film kind of eases you into the scares, Mm. if that makes any sense. Interesting. Mm. Right, so is there anything that I should know going into it? Uh, So most of the stuff that I want to talk about, I've made an extensive list of notes on my phone. I'm quite proud of myself. Um, All you need to know, 1980, the film Mm -hmm, was made, mm -hmm. uh, directed by Stanley Kubrick. the big daddy himself. We love. We we don't love Stanley Kubrick because he's a bit <laughs> of a weirdo, but we love his films. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. At least I do. Yeah. Um. This we're going into the section of old white men Hollywood films. Oh, but, good. But this is Excellent. this is a good one. Okay. Do you know what I mean? This. Yeah. Well, it's not like we're doing Hitchcock or something. Okay. Um. Sorry mm. if you like Hitchcock. I, I just I don't. <laughs> Um, it was adapted from the 1977 Stephen King novel yes. of the same title. Now, so this is something that I do know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a fair bit about the Stephen King verse, the Stephen King metaverse. Okay. Because they all they all share a universe, don't they? I believe so. And I've I've really only read one Stephen mm, King book. So it and The Shining definitely share a universe. Oh, really? Because, yeah, because. Like, I think all of the, like, deity figures are the same. And there are, like, little hints sprinkled throughout. And I, mm. to my knowledge, The Shining, the, mm. the term The Shining refers to the special, like, clairvoyant Shining, power. Yeah. yeah, to shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's the same with Doctor Sleep. Yes, yeah. Um, Doctor Sleep is the sequel to The Shining yes, book. Um, about the, um, the boy Danny, grown up. Yes. So I know, I do know that at least one of them survives... Yeah, yeah. I, do know I mean, that. I feel like child murder is probably a little bit too dark for potentially. I d- to be I, fair, I wouldn't. I don't know if Stephen it is King. Stephen King. No, he did like, make it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Pet Cemetery. Yeah, mm. and not only does that have child murder in it, that has several other child-related, not okay scenes in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, the book is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the book. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> I think we all know the scene it, that we're mm, thinking about. Yeah. Okay. Um. Also, the big turtle. <laughs> the fly, the flying yeah, turtle, the big, the big magic turtle. Yeah, that's he, the bit I like. He's he, the he, I, they are in. <laughs> don't the, assume the turtle tur- thrown up. Turtle the, self. <laughs> the turtle mm. is in Pet Cemetery. I seem to remember. Um, there's there's, <laughs> there's a this bu- massive burial site. Yeah, no, there's a huge there turtle is, in there it. is a massive burial site in Pet Cemetery. But just one like oh, grave no, not for, the for turtle. a massive turtle. No, no, no. I'm just yeah. as another as a shoot off point. Yes, there is a yes. big I, 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 burial. No, yeah, I think there's a the book. Titular. There's a book that the guy. We're not going to look at Pet Cemetery, so I can spoil it because oh, it's not a very okay. good film. Um, <laughs> okay. The when the guy is trying to resurrect his daughter, he's like flipping through a book of necromancy. I think there is a page about the turtle. It's like a little Easter right. egg. Like he flips past it, okay. and you're supposed to go, "Oh, it's the turtle." Because that you was know. Pet Cemetery was like not remade necessarily, but rebooted. Maybe there I was a new so, Pet yeah. Cemetery. Maybe it was. It, Feels Recent... like a 2019 thing. Yeah, no, it might have been 2019. I watched it. It was mm. shit. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> then again, so was the original. So because oh, the the original had that kind of mm. 80s. I think it was an 80s made for TV movie or something, mm. um, okay. which are always great. Nice. Anyway, the thing that's <clears> quite <throat> interesting about the Shining movie mm. is Stephen King hates it. Really? He hates it. He fucking really? hates it. Really? Why? 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 I mean, we'll talk about it later, but essentially. They messed with his baby. Kubrick Kubrick messed oh up. Oh my god. <laughs> Kubrick messed up his baby book. Um Jesus. It's 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 not Stephen King doesn't rate it. In fact, he was so pressed about it, he funded a um mini series um for a more accurate Oh shining. my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a really bad mini series, I might wow. ask. Uh, but it's more faithful. 
it's it's more faithful to the book. There's specifically he didn't like casting. He didn't right. agree with Jack Nicholson um, as the titular role. He thought that it was kind of it, without delving into spoilers. It was it messed with the plot too much. It was right. too Kubricky, if that makes okay, any sense. It, yeah. it had the kind of the auteur style of Kubrick right. attached to it, okay. which makes sense. Like it's Kubrick. Uh, Kubrick yeah, has it's, a very, it's by Kubrick. Uh, yeah, he has yeah. a very um, iconic style yeah. when it comes to cinema. Interesting. Um, and he didn't like Jack Nicholson at all. As, See, um, as out Johnny. of all of it, that is the thing that surprises me mm. because Jack Nicholson is a phenomenal <laughs> actor, and this potentially is his most adored role ever. Mm. Maybe. Other than the Joker, yeah, definitely. I think it's it's one of his best movies. However, King just does not like it as a faithful adaptation of his book. Has he said who he would have rather cast? Not not, not to my knowledge. I don't know. Interesting. I know that the guy in the miniseries clearly he thought did a better job. I think that's huh. that's not necessarily. Um, I mean, it kind of is Jack Nicholson's fault. <laughs> Um, in the sense of the style of Jack Nicholson's acting, when you look at Jack Nicholson, mm. he's a quite a creepy looking guy, um, which you'd think mm. was good for the film, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see how it goes. I I'll, mean, I'll yeah, as a as a creepy it. looking guy myself, <laughs> I, I I feel for him. I I think that like, I, I don't I don't know how I feel about actors being like typecast based on appearance because mm. it like I guess it works. But also, I feel bad for them. Mm, I mean, <laughs> you know, he's um, he's got just a massive scope of movies, clearly, and yeah. there are some movies where I've seen him as a romantic lead, and it's worked. Yeah. However, mm. the roles that he is most known for, as you say, mm. Joker, The Shining, from the, movie, um, Joker. from the movie Joker, we've done that twice now, which yeah. is very impressive. <laughs> Can we make it to three? <laughs> we should do that every single episode. <laughs> um, what else? You know, um, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh He's yeah, playing a guy in the insane asylum. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's like it's one of his best movies. I think it's an incredible performance. However, mm. King doesn't like it, and we can talk about why yeah. he didn't like it after we've watched it. Yeah, because I feel like with this, like I I can tell that you're so eager yeah. for me to watch it. My energy is quite different from when we watched Parasite. Yeah. I'm not saying that I don't like Parasite, but it's just this, this one. Is, this one I know is very, very special to mm, you. I, I adore it. It's it's. And so if fantastic. I don't like it... I won't be angry. I'll just be disappointed. <laughs> oh, fucking all right, mum. Like, You'll oh, need geez. to leave forcibly. Yeah, and then it will be um, a podcast. It is a classic. With Phoebe, <laughs> who's watched every film. And just that. And Phoebe's reflection. <laughs> Phoebe's reflection time, yes. Jesus. So okay. my question now is, mm. do you know anything about The Shining? Do you have any I, knowledge? I do know a fair bit about The Shining okay. um, because I very much like the horror genre mm-hmm. and this is one that gets brought up a lot. Um, I know that uh, Jack Torrance, his wife and his son go to the Overlook Hotel mm-hmm. uh, to kind of hotel sit it Mm -hmm. over winter while no one's there and so that Jack can write his novel Mm -hmm. Um, I know that at some point during this stay Jack goes fucking cuckoo (laughs) um, and essentially starts attacking people he's overcome with like the ghosts of the hotel or something Um, and I know that Danny the son has the Shining. He has the power. The Shining mm-hmm. from the movie. The Shining from the movie. <laughs> from the, the Shining. Movie, the Shining. Um, so I really hope people have watched that video. So they know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Whoever it's a bit hasn't late watched now. It, like, what the fuck? Why do they keep doing that little voice? Is it a TikTok? Oh, I assume it's a TikTok. I, I assume everything's a TikTok. Kind of like the Joker from, from the, the movie Joker. Joker. I, I don't even know if I've I seen think the it's video. A, I think it's a TikTok. It must yeah, okay. be a TikTok. Anyway, anyway um, sorry. Danny has the power of the shining and that gives him some like psychic link, I think, to the chef, maybe, of the fucking Overlook. I don't fucking know. Who knows? Um, maybe. But Jack goes mental. Danny, I know, survives because there is a sequel film called Doctor yes, Sleep. Yes, I, I did just spoil that. Um, I did already you. know that. Yeah. Um, also, I killing a small child, that that's a bit... Oof. I, Shelley Duvall is the actress 
Yeah, um, I, I, I don't know what the wife's name is, but um, oh. I assume that she probably dies. I know here's Johnny. Mm-hmm. I know the twins. I know there's a uh, a dog who gives a man a a man a dog costume who gives a, another man a blowjob. Uh, okay, it's... yeah. When we get to that moment, I might just have to like <laughs> close my eyes and cry into a little ball because oh, there's no. oh there's there's nothing that really majorly fucks with me in The Shining. Right. It is just that dog costume shot. In oh. fact, if you look, th- um, I won't like spoil my notes, but yeah. I have got a note that's just look. The fucking bear. The fucking bear. <laughs> because oh. I, I will need a section just to talk about that bear because it, oh, oh it what, like scared? Oh, really? It, it's it's just a very unsettling shot. Yeah, I've seen a clip of the shot before. Um, like, that was yeah. the bit that freaked me the most when I watched that. I don't yeah, know why. Of all the things, that's the one that freaked me. I just, it's, maybe I don't like people dressed in costumes. Mm, for me, it's, well, I mean, we're discussing one shot, me having not seen the film, mm. but, but you've I've seen, seen the shot. Uh, yeah, I've seen yeah. the shot and. For me, it's like the suddenness yes. with which he looks up. Of the zoom in as the, well. Like, yeah, that like, that's freaky. It's also, fucking freaky. And do you know, how well do you know that shot? Not very well. Okay, I won't say anything. Okay. Then. But there, there's there's more implications to that shot as well that just oh. make you go, Ooh. oh, man. <laughs> as well. So this is the thing. I know I said that I love the horror genre. I am very easily scared because I have a disorder. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we just did a peace sign. Yeah, sorry. Uh, we, we can't <laughs> see that pe- I did a over peace waveform. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be... I mean, this is a bold choice for episode two. Yeah, I think... I want to say that right now. If you can stomach the spoopy aspects of Parasite, yeah. i.e., you know, the man's face yeah, yeah, speaking yeah, yeah. over, yeah, yeah. It's, I would say there is definitely a point of no return when the spooks come in. And right. I will let you know when the spooks Please come in. Please do, okay. Because there are gra- there are gradual spooks. <laughs> okay. And then the, there's a bit where it just goes full throttle, grabs you by the neck and pulls you down Jesus. the corridor with spooks. There's no jump scares. That's good. There are no jump scares. I will give you that. Which is probably why I like this film yeah. so much. Yeah, jump scares I look down on a lot. I promise um, you, there's the <clears> only <throat> thing that can be considered a jump scare is done so slowly that it, it kind of just is like, oh, weird. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you probably even know what show I'm talking about, but... Potentially. Mm. I, like... The more the we other... talk about it, the more nervous I'm getting I've as brought, it goes I've on. I've got you some fudge. <laughs> and you've got some veggie tortilla crisps. <laughs> and I can get oh, you a blanket. Well, thank you, Phoebe. You can, hold, you can cuddle my Garfield oh, fluffy toy if you'd like. Phoebe has a, a fucking vile Garfield toy who's, like, he's great, but, like... He's potentially more scary than Jack Nicholson will ever be. He's got a bit of the um yeah. the Kubrick the Kubrick stare to him, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he's got he's yeah. tilt his face he's down. He's like a bit. very slightly discoloured, like he's been yeah. somewhere he shouldn't. Um, he's you know? also the reason. Also, he's he looks so awful, and I decided to call him Grotfield because mm. he's grotty. Yeah, he just yeah. looks like a grot bag. Yeah, um, I love him. He mm. was he was an AliExpress find, which is why he looks so awful. Because he's he was advertised as fat lasagna cat. Fat lasagna cat. Fat lasagna cat. Yeah, not oh even a, not even a Garfield original licensed wow. product. Wow. Just fat lasagna cat from Damn. China. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna rip that statement to pieces whenever we do Garfield Two: Tale of Two Kittens. <gasps> I quite like that. We actually can't I do actually, that because I've seen it. I really like... Okay, good. <laughs> but I also really like those films yeah. and I think we should do like a, a fucking... A, a movie night just watching the Garfield movies. <laughs> it's Bill Murray. You can't not like it. That's so true. Bill Murray as mm. Garfield. Yeah. Who plays Garfield in The Shining? Um, I believe it is Nicolas Cage. Interesting. A very okay. young Nicolas yeah, Cage. Very young, a very young Nicolas Cage. A, ve- a five-year-old nice. Nicolas Cage. How the fuck do you know Nicolas Cage's age? I don't know. I just okay. assumed because this is made in 1980. I don't know. He'd probably be alive. How old's Nicolas Cage now? Oh fuck! I mean, I don't know. He's not. That's as a weird old, thing he's to not know. As old as Jack Nicholson. He's probably oh, in his sixties. Or is my conception... Man, my Wait, dad's in on. his 60s. I don't know. Hang on, I can figure this out. Oh, Johnny God. Depp did movies in the 80s and he was about 20-ish. Right. I believe Johnny Depp is the same age as my father. Right. So, if Nicolas Cage is, let's say, maybe a few years older than my father, which is about... He'd probably be about, like, 63. 
I have Google right here, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to work this out myself. While Phoebe does this, I would like to let all our listeners at home know that I have been told by many people that I have dyscalculia, which is dyslexia same, for numbers. Same bitch. <laughs> I don't know why I'm... What are you doing? I don't it? know. I'm not having fun. Listen, I'm creating oh, content. Christ, okay, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's, should we go watch film? I think we should watch film. Wait, so let's uh, watch film. Let's watch film. See you guys in a little bit. Ta-da. I'm gonna wet myself. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Tony. Phoebe's doing the funny finger thing from The Shining. Rat ram. Red ram. I can do it really <laughs> sound well. Like, sound like you're saying rut row. Red ram. Rut row. Red ram. Rut row. I can't do, I can't do a very good scooby Hello, impression. Hello, we're back. We're back. We watched The Shining. We did. What did you think of it first? I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. I. It wasn't as bad as I was worried it would be. No, I think... It was very enjoyable. Yeah, it's had a lot of psychological impact on me, not in a bad way. Mm. I just think, because I watched it so young, it was like, oh, yeah. this is the weirdest one I've yeah. ever watched. <laughs> and I, know, I never know what... I, I feel like with horror, it's mm. hard to kind of prepare someone for a horror film because everyone's yeah. horror is different. Yeah. Everyone's threshold mm. of fear is different. Yeah, I... It's interesting because what I... I hate to say, and I was mentioning this to you while we were watching, I have mm. seen a couple of analysis videos yeah. of, like, very brief analysis, not, like, in-depth plot details. Because um, I actually don't know, I didn't know the plot at all going into it, I just knew about specific story beats. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's really interesting is the overall tone that all of those analysis videos established was of massive mystery. Yes. And, yeah. you know, enormous, well, like, unsureness about what exactly happened. Mm. Um, and <coughs> so the thing I was surprised by was how much dialogue there was, I guess in general, but also specifically with uh, the forces of evil, as mm. it were. Yes. There was a lot more quite kind of clear-cut dialogue between Jack and the ghosts of the hotel, Mm -hmm. and I guess the hotel itself. Um, I do think that me watching those videos was a slight... um, Because I've seen some of the major scares before, or I knew they were coming, I mean, you can't can't have gone your whole life without seeing the two twins coming up in some form of media, you know? I I I kind of thought you'd know about that. The only thing that made me flinch slightly was um, Jack attacking Dick Halloran. Yeah, when Dick um, gets axed. Who will henceforth be referred to as Scatman, because that's a far, far cooler name. His name is Scatman. Scatman Crothers. We're not we're not just calling him Scatman, his name is actually Scatman. Scatman Crothers, he's an incredible actor. Yes. Um and he played his part very well. Uh but yes, Mm -hmm. he got axed in the chest. Uh, and that made me flinch because I didn't see it coming. No, no. Um I didn't yeah, when I first watched it I didn't think anyone was going mm. to die, which I think is quite apart from Jack. Interesting. I, well, I, I suppose I you thought... first watched it when you were a fucking child. You yeah. didn't even know death was a I concept mean, back then. I was watching it when we were watching it just now and yeah. I think I was probably 14 because I watched mm. it. I remember watching it at Oh wait, no. Ooh. I had a, I had a I had a fifteenth birthday I had a fifteenth birthday party oh yeah on Halloween and me and my friends watched this film and I must have watched it before so I probably watched it when I was either thirteen or fourteen. Maybe the overwhelming 12. debate seems to be whether or not you were twelve, thirteen, or fourteen. It's one any of, of those ages is still too early. Early, to I would say. I don't think. So. I mean, listen, my parents are a good judge of character. I suppose. They they knew that I could handle Which it. fucking characters? Huh? Which characters me, are they judging? A judge of character in me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean yeah, I mean more power to I them. mean, hey, That's, I wasn't I wasn't know. scarred by it. It became one of my favourite films, you know. Yeah. I to mean you fa- did I, when fa- when the dog came it. on when the dog came on you were like Is it a bear or a dog? It it's, it, it, in, ha- in it looks like bear. Is it okay? It yeah, looks yeah. like a bulldog underbite. 
Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I always yeah. thought of that as like a kind of boar. No, oh, yeah, like tusks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My point is, when that scene came up, and in fact, all of the time leading up to that scene, you were going, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. like that I scene. I can't I can't watch that scene. Mm-hmm. And you were then complaining for the next, like, 15 minutes. I saw it through the crack of my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I thought so, it was done, and, then yeah. it, and I forgot that it's yeah. a very slow reveal mm. because he, like, li- lifts his head up. Yeah. There. Whilst um, Wendy's running around the overlook after mm. everything's gone to shit. Um, but yes, good film. I like Great this film. film. Fantastic film. I did a lot of, pre- mm. because it's a film that I love so much, I did a lot of preparing beforehand. Um, mm. <coughs> it was, I've just got a lot of trivia. So I Ooh, guess I'll, go on. I'll start with the score because I talked about the score for Parasite. Yep. First we did foremost. talk about the score. Um, it was. Quite extensively. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was something. Um, so my friend Polly, who watched the podcast, oh. shout out Polly. Uh, who watched the podcast last week she messaged me afterwards um i don't know why i say watching like there's a video Mm -mm. um she messaged me afterwards saying that's what the patreon the 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 worst thing you can say after watching a film was the score is great because that implies that nothing else was good i i didn't even mean that yeah no well i'm the one who brought it up first so like i um I profusely apologise, Mr. Jun Ho. Um, I can, I'm going to do only... it again. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, we're going to Q- do it again. I'm really sorry, um, Kubrick. That's I love not your what film. we mean by it. No. Um, we, it's just a very simple thing to get out of the yeah. way early or, on. Yeah. Also, so we, I suppose yeah. I'd preface by saying, um, because we are film students, mm. I'm doing... Oh, I said last mm-hmm. episode, I'm doing, I'm doing a module on scores in films. Mm. So I'm more cued into that at the moment. Yeah. Also, when I was looking at trivia, it was the first fact that came up. Okay. Um, score by Wendy Carlos and Rachel Elkind. Really cool goths. <laughs> they they just they look insane, like goth, gothy insanos. They they look so cool. gothy insanos. They they look very fun and cool and interesting. I really want to listen to all the pieces of their okay. music. So they adapted the like the theme of the song was adapted from a traditional Gregorian chant. Um, what the fuck? Called Dies Irae. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. That's like my favourite one. <laughs> I thought you were serious. No, fuck, it's a Gregorian chant. So, what am I, a nomad? I don't know, like, man. <laughs> it, anyway, it was a Gregorian <laughs> chant called Dearest Ere, which translates to Day of Wrath. Huh. Which is also typically played at funerals back in the day. Huh. Yeah, so they use that. That's a weird that. choice. So, well, I don't think it's a weird choice at all. Are we are we allowed to play it for copyright reasons? I, I don't know if anybody's going to be claiming if a Gregorian do, chant. If I do two seconds of okay. it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh. I don't know what the I listen the pod, one of the podcasts that I listen to that is on Spotify. Mm. They can get away with like three seconds. I think I'll okay. see. Hang on. Don't don't maybe don't risk it. Can you? Have you listened to it? Do you know how it goes? I listened to it. Okay. Ideas, apparently Deus Ere is yeah. used a lot. Yeah. Um, well, I imagine it would be after The Shining. Okay, I get the idea. I've heard it, that it's one of, it's, it's a... Yeah. Oh, it's a... It's a... With like, you know, you know, have you seen that one video of the guy going down the um, spiral staircases with metal railings? And it's him like doing like a kind of monk chant and then slams <laughs> the railings as he goes down each floor to make a kind of Legend. gong sound. So he'll be like... Another one. I love that. <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, yeah, so tell me more about these goths. Um, oh, I know n- fuck all else about them. I th- oh. think I don't know for a fact, but I believe they might have been lesbian lovers. But I'm not sure. Mm. We will put a pin in that. <laughs> if Phoebe has just created a head cannon, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I need to shipping them. real people is is a low point. I think fictional characters is one thing. Real people. Um, let's not go into if the, they are <laughs> if they are out and proud good for them yeah let's not go into okay. the YouTuber phase of shipping real people oh I, don't eat don't, yeah we're gonna bring we this all know back who, to, we're all, we all know who we're talking about when we talk about shipping real people and also being a young teenager we all know did you watch Down and Phil? yeah I was gonna I was gonna wait to see if you actually like yeah yeah okay Phil. everyone yeah. everyone ships Down and Phil come on when I, you were young and naive. And... I absolutely did not. I didn't even know what being gay was as a kid. Oh, fair enough. Like Glee taught me. 
I fucking bet it did. Yeah. I, that does not surprise yeah. me in the least. What other what other fun facts have you got, Phoebe? Oh, Tell I've me got, more some, I've got some more so, fun facts. So, so the reason I wanted the first half of this uh, episode to be not that long was because mm. I would say that The Shining is probably one of the most analysed films ever. Yes. <laughs> it, there's so many different fan theories mm. that... To the point where there's so many that there was a documentary made on a specific fan, fan theory called Room 237 about how uh, some fans okay. think that, that The Shining is about Kubrick's involvement in fake in staging the moon landing. Oh my god. Yeah, there, there are people that believe that. Um, me, there are, I, can't, I can't remember all of the signs. It's mainly because of the NASA jumper that Danny wears in one scene. That seems a bit thin. Yeah. And Not then, the jumper. That was thick and woolly. Like, it, was I mean, a, it was a luxurious jumper. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hey, Cheers. We'll be here all night. <laughs> no, but there's that. Huh. There's. I didn't really want to research into that theory because it yeah, sounds boring as piss. Um, rabbit hole as well. Yeah. Get also, put on some fucking watch lists. There were some cans of different food items that mm. the astronauts used as well that happened to be mm. on the shelves. And Oh, speaking of cans of things, I know, yeah. uh, I happen to know that there was another fan theory about... Oh. Uh, colonization and the quote-unquote indian burial grounds ah Um, yes yeah and it being a statement about like the native american genocide oh interesting. because there are also cans um on the shelf behind jack when he's talking through the door to grady Mm -hmm. um you can see on the shelf behind him there are some cans with a native american uh not caricature, but like a kind of simplified logo looking. Cartoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and so that reminded me that that is also. I think I I, I don't know what other Damn, proof there is. No, I didn't even um, look into that one. That's but, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll go back. And it's interesting out. that I know we were saying this earlier. The the vast majority of supernatural Stephen King material takes place in and around Native <laughs> an old, American burial grounds. An old Indian burial yeah. ground, as they would say. Yes, yes. Um, mm. Yes, no, there's quite... Like, Pet Cemetery has it. I have mm-hmm. a feeling it has that as well. Um, oh, children children of the Corn, I'm pretty sure. It's an old Native American <laughs> burial ground. Yeah. So many. Also, mm. take a shot every time a Stephen King novel is set in Maine. He loves Maine. <laughs> he take a shot every time a Stephen King novel... Or film adaptation has uh, like sixteen to seventeen year old bully, yeah, who who beats yeah. the shit out of the main character, but like in a way that bullies don't. Yeah, exactly. In a kind of, yeah. I'm going to actually try and attempt to murder you. Going to bully the fuck out of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, there's lots of different theories. Yeah. Um, Do you have any theories yourself? Do you have any theories about this movie that you believe? I always, I always. When the theory that in my mind I take less of the supernatural approach and see it more as a kind okay. of st- straight up or down trigger warning domestic abuse story that that's the angle right. that I go for okay. um, because I I don't know I think I was talking about it when we were watching the film a mm. lot of fans mainly the film bros despise Wendy as a character they find her really annoying they find mm. her very one dimensional very like fey and very fake yeah. um, and I don't know as as a woman, I hate to say that, but like, <laughs> I just think it, it, she, uh, I I always sympathise with her, and I see her as the main character mm. in this film more than anyone else. Yeah. I see Jack as the antagonist, obviously. Yeah. I do see her more as the protagonist and a survivor of a bad relationship. That's the angle yeah. that I take, and I feel mm. like, obviously, I don't think that's what King goes King is going for because no. it's a supernatural fantasy thriller kind of thing. Mm. But the, in movie terms, for me, it's more of a kind of using the fantasy horror elements of the Overlook Hotel as a kind of foothold and as a mm. kind of thing to use as, mm. I don't know, a plot point for that. That's my interpretation. Yeah. I doubt Kubrick mm. thinks that himself. Yeah, it, it definitely seems like the supernatural elements, while they are there yeah and obviously we get the shot reverse shot of wendy actually looking at things so we do know that they're there and it's not all just in jack's head yes um it certainly is at the very least a catalyst Mm -hmm. for 
a domestic abuse narrative. I see it as a, as a survivor story. If, if not, it even takes a backseat. Yeah, completely. And I, the, see, this is the thing. I really don't understand what problem people have with Wendy. I don't... Th- I think, woman. like... Oh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah. woman. The, yeah, woman, woman equals yeah, bad. Woman equals bad. I keep on forgetting that. Because <laughs> also, um, I think the one thing that I, like, would mention with mm. the actress Wendy... Oh, my gosh, I can't remember her name. Shelley Duvall. Thank you, Shelley Duvall. <laughs> Long-lasting psychological damage from doing The Shining. Really? To which she's still dealing with. Oh, my God. Yeah, Kubrick was a bit of an arsehole. Oh, yeah. Um, Jack Nicholson and Shirley and Duvall, they hated each other throughout oh, all the filming. They Jesus. despised each other, and that was... Kind. This is all speculation and rumor, mm. but I don't doubt it because of Kubrick's mm. style of uh, directing. He yeah. would like say shit behind their backs. Oh, be like, hey, Jack Nicholson said this about you. Oh. How does that make you feel? So they would just despise each other, which Jesus. works in Jack's favor because he's supposed to hate Wendy by yeah. the end of the film. But for her, she's bloody traumatized. Yeah. Like if you think about the um, the stairway scene where he's like, "Give me the bat, give me the bat." Yeah, they did that scene. They've they rehearsed. Wasn't it like one hundred and twenty seven times? It was yeah. over a hundred takes. Yeah. So the, she looks shattered and miserable, and you can hardly yeah. hear her lines. Fucking Christ! Mainly because they've done it that many times. Yeah. What take number was that? Like, which I, one did they use? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like okay. one of the later ones because mm. she comes into the scene already dishevelled mm. and like really like limply holding the bat, mm. and um, Jack Nicholson looks shattered himself. Mm. You know. Yeah. Jeez. Like. I, I, I really feel for her. Mm. Like, she got quite a bit of hate from fans at the time. Really? For being just... You know, like, like they kind of made fun of the way she ran. Yeah. You know, that kind of, like... I mean, I... Check, I check, no, yeah. check, that but kind of stuff. this is the thing. And I think, because um, Shelley Duvall herself is quite kind of slight, and she's got big eyes mm. and a big smile. Very doe-eyed. Do- yeah, doe-eyed. She's quite kind of dainty looking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... That kind of is part of the domestic abuse narrative, yeah, surely. Completely. Because, like, here Jack Nicholson is. He's, like, he's not, like, mega... He's not the fucking rock, but he's, like... He's a decently well-built guy mm. with, you know, rugged <laughs> five o'clock shadow, wearing yeah. a lot of, kind of, hardy items of clothing and wearing a lot of, kind of, quite commanding colours. Mm-hmm. He is entirely presented as like an unstoppable force and especially when he has an axe i think the fact that shelley duvall is you know she's she's not very strong looking yeah i think that is part of it it's to play up the powerlessness and also it it, it makes her look i don't want to like stereotype but it makes her look more like a mother which therefore you mm. sympathise with her so much more. Because, yeah, absolutely. Especially when her and um, Danny are locked in the bathroom, yeah. and she has she basically is sacrificing her son yeah, exactly. to let him go through the bathroom window and mm. maybe escape. Yeah, in exactly. that moment, like also, that's one of those ones where like I yeah. could die in this moment. Yeah, I have no exactly. idea what my son's doing. And also, as <laughs> horror movie protagonists go, she actually makes some really fucking smart choices yeah, she completely. locks Jack up mm-hmm. it's not her fault the place is fucking haunted I know, and he gets not, out and he gets a fucking axe the ghosts weren't he, her problem she grabs a knife and she yeah. keeps it with her she prioritises what she can save yeah she fights back against Jack yeah, by cutting completely. his hand and knocking him down the stairs yeah exactly and you know she runs out after him uh, she doesn't go up to Scatman Crothers to no. make sure he's okay she you know recognises that he's a a lost cause (laughs) the one thing that always pisses me off is tearful reunions when the the monster is still unaccounted for so there's a yeah bit of a delay on the getting in the car but she got in the the, not even a car like the plough and she got out of there the snowmobile and she you know she made peace with the fact that Jack had turned against her and I I think personally I don't know how she could have handled that any better. No. Quite honestly. Yeah. So fucking good on her. I think, for, yeah, so for me, definitely mm. that kind of domestic abuse. That's the, it's not necessarily a theory, but that's no. the angle that I take most yeah. from the film. The mm. other theory that is talked about the most, and I feel like is what, not necessarily Stephen King wanted to do, go forward this film with mm. his book, but what I think Kubrick wanted to do with his movie is yeah. 
um, Jack's relationship with Danny and the implications mm. behind that relationship. Yeah, because you were saying, I, 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 we've been debating whether or not we what do we just watch the extended cut. We don't think we, we did. We haven't watched the cut, okay. No. We haven't watched the extended cut, but in the extended cut there are additional scenes. Yeah that shed more light on that. Yeah, so there's... Before they even go to the Overlook Hotel, mm. there's a scene... You know, while Danny's brushing his teeth mm. at the very beginning, yeah, he has yeah. a vision of the two girls. Yeah. That results in him fainting and uh, Wendy calling a child doctor. Um, and he's being seen to in bed. Not a doctor who is a child. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> just, just a doctor that deals... A, ch- a, a pediatrician. A, a pediatrician, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, cut cut to a later scene where the paediatrician's talking to Wendy in the kitchen and uh, uh, the doctor's like, oh, have there been, you know, any more incidents mm. since last time? And Wendy's like, oh, no, 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 Jack Jack wouldn't lay a finger on him again. You know, yeah. that was only a one-time thing. He basically, She basically just talks about the whole thing where Danny yeah. disturbs his uh, work and everything mm. um, and has a causing of that. Um, along the way and just kind of like it's like no no it's fine don't worry don't worry but there's that which kind of that's the one scene they cut out annoyingly which I think is quite a crucial scene because it takes her side of it is that kind of denial response which I think is really important Mm. and I think the only the only other scene that I know that is cut are just snippets of different shots Mm. Um, I know that when Wendy is running around the Overlook Hotel um, I think she goes into the gold room and sees all the ghosts in there. Like all of them, mm. the whole room is full okay. of like 1920s gear yeah. ghosts. But um, the th- so the reason, so just circle back to the bear. <laughs> um, oh, it always comes back to the bear. The bear's quite yeah. integral. In the book, um, mm. it focuses a lot more on the different people that used to stay in the Overlook Hotel. Right. And it talks more about yeah, ghosts. Yeah, so that was one of the things I was expecting. I was expecting there to be more like specific instances of creepy shit happening mm-hmm. from specific ghosts. Mm-hmm. And I think we only get like three or four, no, maybe five total, but the only one, the only two that are like quick weirdness like that yes. are the man in the hallway who says, quite a party, isn't it? I love and that. fucking, I'm Phoebe going to test this, I fucking burst out laughing at this point. Yeah, you so it's like, oh, God, that's nice. It is quite Thank a party, you. though. Yeah, it is. He's got the fucking um, glass of whiskey. Yeah. Like, I, actually, yeah. I actually did a lot more laughing than I did. You did, I was surprised. Cowering. And I, th- I, as Here's I say, me, I think... He's watched it many times. Yeah, cowering. you were behind your hands. Yeah. I, 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 I hate to say, I think a lot of the fear got taken out of it. Um, by, like spoilers and all that but um the other one was the bear and mm. the bear was the only one that was like unsettling yeah the bears you know? oh so in mm. i don't know this for certain because i haven't actually read the book right. but i know this from like different trivia things that i found mm. um the two because i don't know if you noticed there's another person in the room with the bear yes so receiving yes so the, <laughs> he, he's basically <laughs> the bear's giving him a blowjob that is the implication phoebe of the scene I know, I'm sorry. It's a blowjob on the show. It's integral to the show. He's performing (laughs) fellatio on the guy. (laughs) Just keep going. Anyway, in the book, (laughs) those two characters are closeted gay lovers. Um, And I don't know for certain, but I know that one of them has has a kind of infatuation with like dressing up during the act. Interesting. Those are those two characters. Right. Kubrick uses those characters for a shock value moment. Right. In the book, they are given more of more development, more story yeah. as as people that would, I believe, go to the Overlook Hotel yeah. to spend a few nights with each other. Mm. Now, that in mind, and there are other things along the way, along mm. with Jack and Danny's relationship, and the weird shit that happens between those two in different rooms that leads a lot of fans to believe that there is some sort of not fun relationship between those two. Yes. If you mm. catch my drift. Yes, I, I, I catch it quite heavily. The um, ma- Mainly, mm. you see Jack a lot of the time in mirror reflections throughout the film. You don't really see... If you think about when he's in the bedroom, mm. you know when uh, Wendy gets him his breakfast, yeah. you only see him silhouetted in the mirror shot. On right. their um, makeup desk. Yeah. 
Um, ditto, anytime you see him in that bedroom, he's only shown through the mirror reflection. Right. What does that mean? Um, so what fans theorise is, you know when Danny's playing on the carpet and the ball runs up to him? Yeah. The shape on the carpet matches that of the mirror in their bedroom area. Oh. That Jack is only seen reflected through. Right. Then Danny goes into room 237. Yep. There's a fadeaway. He comes back bruised. Yeah. Then Jack goes in. Yep. And sees a woman that he starts to perform sexual acts with. Right. And then leaves and doesn't say anything about it. Right. There's a bit of a time jump during that time. Yeah. Whilst mm. um, Scatman is having the, mm. the shining moment yeah. where he sees it POV. So we have Jesus. no idea when that POV happens. Ooh. Is it during Danny also going into room 237, meaning that Jack and yeah. Danny were in there at the same time? Right. And the ghosts have distorted Jack's vision of what the events happened because yeah. he sees a beautiful lady. Oh, boy. And then goes into the room later and says there was nothing there when he goes back to Wendy. Mm. See what I mean? Jesus. That's one theory that I don't not disagree with. Yeah. I don't want it to be true. No. But I wouldn't put it past Kubrick to do that. Mm. I think... Also based off of Wendy's reaction of the fuck did you do? Yeah, She jumps immediately to that. Yeah. And also Mm. Jack being face down on his desk screaming his head off when she finds him Mm. just before um, Danny comes back in. Yeah. Might have been a case of, holy fuck, what did I do? Yeah. See what I mean? Jesus. That's wow. one of the theories that fans think. Yeah, wow. Okay. Is something. Sorry, um, dark. I don't yeah. know how you're going to c- no, combat that. That's interesting. I think... <coughs> hmm. Might be too far-fetched. I think yeah. mirrors are kind of Jack's weakness throughout the film. You know when he's walking over to the gold room and there's that shot of him walking down the corridor yeah. just about to turn into the gold room. Every time he sees a mirror, he flinches. Oh. Just, like, he goes, huh. Every time huh. he goes past a mirror. and only And only feels comfortable when he goes back in there and all the ghosts are there. Then he walks past the mirrors normally. So weird. Yeah, I mean, there's so much <laughs> shit in this film, man. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff. Again, that's just and fan it, speculation. Yeah. I, I find it interesting because... Mm of Kubrick's decision to jump about with time, especially yes, in that scene. Yes, Makes me think otherwise. Mm. I'm not saying it was of that nature. It could have just no. been a repeated domestic abuse scenario because yeah. mm. of the marks on Danny's neck. Yeah. But in my opinion, I've always thought of that mm. as Jack being the perpetrator. Yeah, exactly. And I, d- I mean... I think it's one of those films where you have to re-watch it a few times before mm-hmm. you can start getting theories. Because the way I was thinking of it was... And this is what I mean about the... Um, you know, the dialogue with the monster taking a lot of the mystique away from it. Mm-hmm. I, The way I interpreted it on this first viewing was a classic man wife boy go to hotel ghosts yeah haunted hotel ghosts send man cuckoo yeah uh ghosts haunt everyone use man as vessel to continue cycle of destruction yeah and that's Um, that definitely comes they claim him at the end yes definitely like they did with grady yeah yeah and then yeah like because you see grady in that photo yes Yeah, yeah, yeah That That is that one annoying thing that I was talking about in the mm. first half of um, Stephen King not really enjoying Kubrick's adaptation because yeah. Kubrick saw it as... A, Kubrick read the book, focused on Jack, wanted yeah. to make it a psychological story mm. about Jack losing his mind. Stephen yeah. King's story is mm. a story that focuses on the power of The Shining. Yeah. And focuses on That's how That's actually a really good point. I hadn't thought of that. Because, yeah, because the fact that there's a sequel that focuses <laughs> on Danny... Yes. ...who really is just kind of a... I mean, he doesn't do a massive amount. He's kind of a plot device. Yeah, he's more exposition. Yeah. It's, mm. I mean, it's it's always hard to do characterization for a child, but, mm-hmm. like... But even so, you know, like, Danny yeah. plays a very... Like my my mum's watched um, read the book, so like she knows mm. a lot more about this, so I get yeah. most of my info from her. Um thanks, Mum. <laughs> but yeah, he he has a more integral role. In fact, yeah. at the end of the book mm. would you, would, 
sleep. I don't know if you're ever going to read the book. Yeah, no. Okay. Spoilers <laughs> to anyone that's going to read the book. I'm even worse at reading than I am at watching movies. Instead of the book finishing when you see Jack in the photo, mm. it finishes, I believe this is correct, Danny graduating as an older man from uh, college. Oh. And then... What is there, like Danny... a time skip? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a time jump. And mm. then um, in, the ba- in the very like back of the hall where he's graduating, like throwing the hat up and everything, mm. he sees uh, Jack as a ghost. Mm. Like saying, well done, son. You know, I'm really proud of yeah. you. There isn't that well, kind cute. of... Yeah, there isn't... Although Jack does go mad in the mm. book, it's kind of more a case of he's being taken over by the ghosts. Mm. It's not a case of Jack's psyche is damaged. Yes, yes. And that is what Stephen King doesn't like about Jack Nicholson. Is that from the okay. very beginning, mm. Jack Nicholson is crazy. Mm. Even before he gets infected by the hotel... Yeah. He's a very unsettling actor. Interesting. Well, th- <laughs> this is the thing, because I think that's not just down to Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. I think that certainly the score in the opening mm-hmm. segments of it being like very ominous from the start. Mm-hmm. I mean, that like a very kind of idyllic scenery as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. That kind of... Lovely pine yeah, trees. Yeah, the, the horrible kind of synth drones very aggressive mm-hmm. very low overbearing like Bear. sorry <laughs> sorry um, <laughs> that kind of suggests that something is wrong within that scenery mm-hmm. you know so i think that yeah partially jack nicholson plays mad very well yeah i think in the like the opening interview scenes i didn't pick up Okay. too much crazy i oh, thought okay. it he was like a bit subdued mm. but i think in like this is just a normal guy reacting to a story it's eyebrow acting like, yeah <laughs> his eyebrows good man good. does jack nicholson have eyebrows <laughs> he really um, do he really do have eyebrows and yeah. yeah i'd be interested in actually watching the miniseries um which isn't very good yeah how long after this was that made going to google it now because okay. the only reason i know about the miniseries mm. is um i don't think anyone's gonna know who this is um i used to watch this youtuber not mm. not even youtube before youtube days um yeah. this person called um guy guy with the glasses the nostalgia critic. oh that yeah such critic um <laughs> only, only doug plays, walker my yeah, guy only plays talks about them mm. quite a bit um the shining miniseries was 1997 Okay. Um, and focuses a lot more on showing the empathy of Jack that the movie talks about, in mm. that he is trying to be a good dad, yeah. which mm. makes the turning of him from the ghosts a lot more spooky. Yeah, because that was another thing about. I, I know I keep on bringing it up, but the dialogue with the monster that like it makes it very clear. Well, that's what am I trying to say? It makes it very hard to deny that what Jack is trying to do is hurt his family. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like with the it's very kind of heavy handed, like implicit talk from Grady with Jack. And also there is also on the stairs yeah. I'm not gonna hurt you, I'm just gonna bash your fucking brains in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, speaking of this was a question I had. Mm. Who's Johnny? Uh Jack is Johnny is an abbreviation for Jack. They can be used interchangeably. Cool. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, I fully did not on. put that together. I believe that is correct. It's like um, yeah, ja- John, and Jonathan. Yeah. Okay. John, Jonathan, Jack. So he's mm. probably Jonathan Torrance, but everyone yeah. calls him Jack. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Also, that was right. ad-libbed. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was ad-libbed. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> he forgot his own name. <laughs> no, but maybe. Maybe it was just like, oh, Johnny. That's a bit more, yeah. mystery, you know, gooky. Mm. But anyway, with, um, fuck, what was I saying? Um, yeah, so mm. Doug Walker, Nostalgia Critic, was the one that mm. got me thinking about the miniseries. And mm. I've seen a few clips from it. It looks awful, <laughs> but it does have a more kind of nicer guy playing Jack, mm. where when he turns, it's like, oh, fuck. Because yeah. he gets kind of physically, he looks more possessed, if that makes any sense. Yeah. They kind of I make, do agree make up that him. a lot of the, what I imagine would be the, like, dichotomy between sane Jack and, and insane Jack. Yes. 
it, I think a lot of that is lost. Yeah. Because there's no specific point mm-hmm. either. Because, like... I mean, it's implied by the fact that there are so many pages of mm-hmm. all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. There are so many pages that, yeah, it's been going for a while. Mm-hmm. I feel like the only point in which potentially there is a turn is when Wendy and Jack are exploring the maze and you have the Kubrick stare. Wendy and Danny. Sorry, Wendy and Danny. Yeah. Um, and you have Jack doing the Kubrick stare, yes. stare for a while. The Kubrick stare, we love baby, that Kubrick stare. never fails. It. Full Metal Jacket it's in, uh-huh. it's in Clockwork Orange. I think the trivia is is that he took it from The Shining. I mean, not The Shining, that he made The Shining. Um, <laughs> he took it from Psycho. Okay. You know the end of the, you know in the end of Psycho where mm. the killer whose name I forgot um, is Norman in custody. Norman Bates, thank you, mm. is in custody and he's like staring down the lens of the camera, mm. going, "He wouldn't hurt a fly." <laughs> You've watched that, right? Yes, yeah, I yeah. Have. And he does that kind mm. of like stare up smile through his like. Yeah. The brow. I think that's where he gets it from. Mm. I don't know though. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. It's a fucking good movie, it man. It is a good movie. It's a very good movie. It's one of my favourites. Yeah. yeah. Um It really just is a fucking great movie. I know. I it's hard to even talk about it almost too much because I'd mm. just be gushing too much about how much I love it. <laughs> and also Talking about The Shining got me a place in Manchester. Yeah, so there yeah. Go. I remember I went into my interview and um, uh, immediately they were like, so The Shining, huh? And I was like, yeah. Shining, <laughs> shining good. Shining fun. Yeah. Shining not fun, but shining good. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. This is a great movie. This is a movie that you care a lot about. This is a movie that you love dearly. Yes. Is there anything that you would change if you could? Hmm. I would get rid of the um, shot of Jack at the end, frozen in ice. Really? It's cheesy. It is a bit you, cheesy. You laughed out loud. I did laugh out loud. <laughs> and then well, you made I a mean, joke you about said, You said you were... Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> he was making a funny expression. Okay? It, it's creepy. Yeah. But we could have done without it. Yeah. I think if the shot was slightly shorter, it would have been scarier. Mm. I think the longer that's why I because we were saying oh god I've started like four sentences one of the things that we were saying while we were watching it was the zoom ins the zoom ins were good on a lot of the scary shots make them so much scarier yeah which is why I find because, the bear so creepy yeah exactly because he looks up and then there's a zoom in and I think it it obviously it forces you closer to the scary unsettling thing that you don't like mm-hmm. but also it doesn't give you time to like adjust yeah completely to what it is it changes how you see the shot especially because the mm. f- some of the shots are like out of focus first so you're like yes exactly or like from a distance oh my god yeah from that, a distance you know? and you're forced close to it <laughs> so exactly. i think that had there been a zoom in in the middle of that shot mm-hmm. or uh, like had it been from further away or had it been for not as long a period of time Definitely. I think it would have been much more effective because I mean it just it just makes it more unsettling because yeah. the reason I laughed was because once I got my head around the fact that it was a dummy head yeah, yeah. with a funny expression on it mm. and his eyes rolled back in his head and there's a bit of ice on his... Icicle on his nose. Yeah, icicle, yeah, icicle on his nose. That is funny. It that's is funny. really funny. Yeah. And it's, that's, it's, it's, that, I feel like that became like a bit of a meme image back yeah. in oh, the Oh, absolutely, yeah. Mm. So I knew it was coming and I was like, oh. Yeah. But um, I feel like if we haven't got anything else, to yeah, say, I think I I think we've done some good um, con- contributed some good discourse yeah. to the wide variety of shining theories. <laughs> A logical conclusion. Yeah. Don't worry, guys, you don't have to debate this anymore. The heavyweights have rolled I know, in. We've done it. Yeah. We've maybe disturbed you with my not fun things that I looked up. I yeah. apologise. I that. do you know I because it is important to talk about stuff like this because the the thing is like. We love not thinking about stuff that is disturbing. And Mm -hmm. I think what horror movies do, and I think that's one of the reasons that Get Out was so successful Mm. and so revolutionary, um, because no one had really considered white people to be the monster before. I mean, well, 
people oppressed by white people had, white people hadn't. Mm. And mm. I think it's really important that we have narratives in horror movies that present actual scary things as scary because it is natural to be scared of this stuff because the fact is stuff like that does happen and it affects a lot of people and it's genuinely horrific and Kubrick Kubrick is good at doing that Mm. he does it in a way that doesn't become I hate bringing him up but Mm. he he doesn't become Tarantino exploitative yes I think a a good example would be Clockwork Orange in Mm. that there is a rather infamously like not gratuitous but like there's a um s slash a scene yeah um which is done in an artistic way however in a similar style to that of the shining it's kind of like presenting something raw and laid out in a non mtv Mm. style music video Mm. way that tarantino does it you know Mm. and also the fact he's good at doing shit like that i'm not saying that's it's a good subject no no of course if you want to do something mm-hmm. disturbing, he's good at doing that. Yeah, because you know? it is a very kind of touchy thing and it won't be a pleasant thing to think about, but I think it's important that there is discourse about it and that it is presented in a negative way. Yes. And I think one of the good things about the movie is that if you don't want to think about it, you don't have to because yeah. it is almost exclusively implicit. Oh, completely, yeah. Um, and it's, and, and that's, that might not even been have been... Yeah, exactly. The fact that it is a theory is, yeah. you know... Like, I, I highly doubt mm. that Kubrick had sta- staged, faked the moon landing and was using <laughs> The Shining as a way to express that. I highly oh, doubt that is thank, true. Thank God for that. I thought you were saying that you highly doubted that Kubrick faked the moon landing. <laughs> You're just doubting the fact that he expressed it through The Shining. Yeah. Whew. God, you had, a, you had me worried don't for a worry, second that worry. you were another we're, sheep. Well, don't worry, we're all good. It's I'm really one good. of the This is like, this is completely off topic. My ex-girlfriend uh, was American, um, still is, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> she converted. And, yeah, she converted. <laughs> and she kept on bringing up the fact that she thought the moon landing was faked, like she wanted to fight with me about it. Oh, like, and I really have no strong feelings either way. I think it's entirely possible that America you know, wanted to have a bigger dick than Russia and it's entirely possible that they would want to stage the moon landing. I don't know whether or not it is real. I really have no strong feelings. Slippery slope I really have early. no strong feelings either way. I could not give a fuck if yeah, the moon landing no, was faked. I don't care. But she kept on bringing it up and every time someone brings up the fake moon landing, <laughs> I just get just like... I just get rage because I like... I don't ca- stop fighting with me about it. It's, it's a weird thing that people are so hung up on about. Yeah, it's, it's also like, a weird so, thing for all... me to bring up on a film podcast. <laughs> but, it's I think. Also, but also, like, if you're an American, a proud patriot, by saying yeah. that it's fake, yeah, do you you want the Russians to win? Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Like, I <laughs> think I'm not saying a, Russians are yeah. bad, but to the American viewpoint, mm. and I think there are some non-patriots who think that too. Yes, and I, I yeah, God. And I, we're not American. We're assuming the American experience. And, and to you wrap know. this baby up, <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd like bring to it back to the fact bring that ten minutes the... ago we said we were finishing the <laughs> And then you started talking about the moon yeah. landing. I have a lot to say. You like put your tinfoil <laughs> hat on. You have it in your bag uh, just in case. Your Doritos yeah, and your Mountain Dew. Yeah. This has been a fun episode. It has been a great episode. Really episode a lot. Happy Halloween. Um, yeah, happy Halloween. I, uh, I hope you've enjoyed if this. If you want to find us, we're on mm. social media. We have an Instagram. It's mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's a classic, all one word, underscore pod, P-O-D. Uh, please follow it for yep. fun content. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we may make yeah. some more social media in the future. Yeah, we don't absolutely. know yet. Most yeah. people do Instagram, though. Um, so. We've got, don't tell them what it is, but oh. we've got a fun one next week. It's uh, not yes. all going to be heavy sh- like social Yeah, we've got, a, we've got a good boy with us yeah. next week. Um, I might also be hungover whilst we record it, which is <laughs> going to be... entirely possible. It's going to be most definitely possible. Oh, fantastic. Um, but it's a good film mm. to be hungover to. I'm yes. just going to be yes. sitting I in a chair... Be. Mm. about to pass away <laughs> <laughs> about to evaporate and then yeah. the following day getting on a train back to London for a oh, week oh fuck yeah you're going yeah. to London nice excellent which well, means that we won't have an episode the following week but that's okay yeah we'll try and record one in advance we'll see what happens yeah we'll um, so yeah brace yourselves for that yes. those of you who love a routine get fucked <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're students yeah. yeah we're trying I wake up at 12 we're trying our best yes. um, and that's the most we can hope for I think. It, it really is and on that note yes 
time Thank you very much. Uh, to return to the studio. Um, <laughs> Back to you, damn yeah. forever. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching, guys. Um, happy Halloween. Uh, stay safe out there. Uh, don't chop your family up with an axe. Red ram. Red ram. Bye. Red ram.